welcome to episode 62 of the Self-Care 101 podcast, helping you to overcome self-doubt and create a life by design with purpose with your host, Pooja McClymont. Thank you so much for listening today. Today's show is a kind of like a guide to gratitude and it includes the scientific reasons as to why and how it works. So if you've dabbled here and there with having a gratitude practice, this show could help you be more consistent with it. Now I've always been a grateful person. I always go out of my way to thank someone for their kindness and I start my day and end my nights with gratitude. It's this practice that has helped me the most with managing my mental well-being whilst healing from depression. So when I'm feeling particularly low, I turn to gratitude to lift me up and it works every single time. Now it's not always easy. Sometimes I have to list a lot (laughs) that I'm grateful for before I feel the effects, but I find generally if I start with my health, my family, my friends, having money in the bank, it soon does start to lift my mood. And quite simply, because my negative thoughts can't fight with those fundamental things that I'm grateful for, it's kind of like a way of tricking my mind. Now, being grateful every day takes practice, but once the benefits outweigh the effort, you will soon see how much easier it is to do. And being grateful is a practice to be done when things are good, as well as when things are not so good. And do you know what? Especially when things are not so good. So let's get to it. So it's no secret that we all want a happy life, a good, secure job, an amazing family, financial stability, and a great social life. But whilst we're in this pursuit of happiness, how often do we spare a minute to thank what we already have in this very moment? Gratitude is a powerful human emotion. By conveying and receiving simple thank you messages, we can truly get the pleasure that we're looking for everywhere else. Whether that's thanking others, thanking ourselves, Mother Nature, or even God, gratitude in any form can enlighten the mind and it makes us feel happier. It's basically got this healing effect on us and the benefits of gratitude are endless. I love this quote by Robert Brault, enjoy the little things for one day you may look back and realize they were the big things. Now, gratitude in all its forms is associated with happiness. Whether we say thank you to someone or receive the same from other people, the feeling it brings is that of pure satisfaction and encouragement, right? Do you feel that? Expressions of gratitude help in building and sustaining long-term relationships. They deal with adversities and bounce back from them with strength and motivation. Now, gratitude brings happiness. We Most of us are familiar with this, that gratitude does bring happiness, but I want to get into it a little bit deeper because finally science is backing up what we in the East have known for years. So gratitude improves interpersonal relationships, whether that's at home or at work. And the connection between gratitude and happiness is it's basically multidimensional. So expressing gratitude, it doesn't just you don't just express it to others, but you also express it to yourself. And by doing that, it's inducing positive emotions and those positive emotions are primarily happiness. So by producing feelings of pleasure and contentment, gratitude impacts on our overall health and well-being as well. It's pretty powerful stuff. 
In a survey on gratitude in adult professionals, British psychologist and wellness expert Robert Holden found that 65 out of 100 people selected happiness over health, although they indicated that both were equally important for a good life. Holden in his study suggested that the roots of many psychopathological conditions like depression, anxiety and stress are unhappiness. Simple practices like maintaining a gratitude journal, complimenting yourself or sending small tokens and thank you notes can make us feel a lot better and enhance our mood immediately. Even couple studies have also indicated that partners who express their thankfulness to each other often could sustain their relationships with mutual trust, loyalty, and they had long-lasting happy relationships. I can kind of vouch for this one, to be honest, because with my relationship with my partner, when I started thanking him for things that on the surface I didn't really think I needed to thank him for because they are just, you know, you're a grown-up, just do these things, wash the dishes, cook the food, do sort out the child. But actually, by thanking him for those things that he did, he felt good about his contribution to us as a family, because you can get caught up in the stresses of daily life, right? And if you've got kids, you know, that stresses even more. And he does it with me as well. So if I've cooked a meal, the house is tidy, or I've sorted out the, the child's birthday, anything that I've done that, again, are just things that you we just do, by being grateful to each other for our efforts, it really does make a difference to our relationship. And certainly, our arguments are a lot, lot less as a result. So gratitude also impacts mental and physical well-being. Positive psychology and mental health researchers in the past few decades have established an overwhelming connection between gratitude and good health. Yay! Keeping a gratitude journal causes less stress, it improves the quality of sleep, and it builds emotional awareness. Finally, people are talking about this. Now, gratitude is positively correlated to more vitality, energy, and enthusiasm to work harder. This could also be kind of linked to purpose as well. I know I talked about purpose recently, but gratitude and purpose, a reason for doing what you're doing and be gr- being grateful essentially for that come together quite nicely. Now, gratitude can also build professional commitment. Grateful workers are more efficient, more productive, and more responsible. Expressing gratitude in the workplace is a proactive action toward building interpersonal bonds and trigger feelings of closeness and bonding. When you are grateful for the work that you have, the job that you have, you do view it in a very different light. I find when you're unhappy about the place that you work in. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, talking to clients, talking to friends, family, even myself, actually, when I've been unhappy in places that I've worked, if I can be grateful for the fact that I have a job and that that job does allow me some creative expression or it does allow me financial security, it allows me to pay my bills, it is a lot easier to go to it essentially every single day. And employees who practice expressing gratitude at work, they're more likely to volunteer for more assignments. They're willing to take an extra step to accomplish their tasks and they happily work as part of a team. I think this one's a key one. When managers and supervisors who feel grateful and remember to convey the same, they have a stronger group of cohesiveness and better product 
activities. So they're recognizing good work, they give everyone their due importance and actively communicate with team members. When I worked for, I worked for Nike many, many years ago, one of my managers there, he would thank us at the end of the day for our contribution to the day and I remember the first time he said it I was like this is so weird what are you thanking us for this is our job we're supposed to do it and I did ask him one day I was like why do you thank us at the end of the day like we're employed to do this job and he said because I'm grateful that you are doing the job that you're doing and that was it and I was like huh but it sat with me and so I made it a I guess I made it something that I made sure that I did with my employees as I progressed in my career. So yeah, feels good both ways. So it's basically making a leader more compassionate, considerate, empathetic, and basically loved among others, which is not a bad thing, you know? How nice would it be to love your bosses? And I'm sure that if you think about some really great leaders that you've had in your past, that those that were grateful and, you know, appreciated your value, they're the ones that stand out for you the most. Zig Ziglar says that gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. I mean, we can't really argue on that one, can we? Gratitude itself has been significant in many ancient philosophies and cultures. I can attest to that from my own um, religion, Hinduism, and Vedantic principles and everything. Gratitude is very much at the top of what we do. And you can find it arising in many forms throughout the wellness industry. Perhaps you go to a yoga class and at the beginning of the class, they might ask for you to set an intention for the class or that they might ask you what you're grateful for today and you lead with that. I start my classes and generally if I'm doing any sort of group work with a what are you grateful for today because I think that's a really nice way of sort of shifting any negative thoughts that you might be feeling in that moment. Now as an area of neuropsychological research Gratitude has been a pretty much a rare subject until the last two decades. So now we get into some more science here and I'm going to get a little bit deeper about how gratitude works with the brain. So it's all about our neurotransmitters. So what is actually happening in our brains when we express gratitude? Emily Fletcher is the founder of a company called Ziva, which is a meditation training site. And she mentioned in one of her publications that gratitude is a natural antidepressant. And that the effects of gratitude when practiced daily can be almost the same as medications. It produces a feeling of long lasting happiness and contentment. The, the physiological basis of which lies at the neurotransmitter level. I thought this was fascinating. Now, when we express gratitude and we receive the same, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin, the two crucial neurotransmitters responsible for our emotions, and they make us feel good. We all know that dopamine we usually get out of exercise, serotonin, same actually from exercise, from loving activities, from activities that make us happy, laughter, things like that. And they enhance our mood immediately. So they make us feel happy from the inside. 
It's pretty powerful stuff, gratitude. And by consciously practicing gratitude every day, we can help these neural pathways to strengthen themselves and ultimately create a permanent, grateful and positive nature within ourselves. And this is something, again, I'm going to use myself as an example, but I, when I got really got into this gratitude practice, um, it was generally after the sort of the breakdown and I was working towards healing, I found that by doing this gratitude practice, it, it just became easier to be more resilient, to bounce back from situations that were really tough, to get over things more easily, let go of things, and just basically get on with life, you know, not harboring in negativity, not harboring negative thoughts, not harboring woe is me, sort of victim mentality. And it is definitely like a muscle, you know, we talk about strengthening the neural pathways here, you've got to strengthen them. So it's only something that can be done daily. So for instance, I don't write in a, an actual gratitude journal, because I practice it unconsciously now. It's just something that I wake up and that's what I do. And before I go to sleep, I do. And if in the middle of the day, I'm feeling a little bit off kilter, then I will turn to gratitude. And it just, it's almost like a default now that happens. So when you practice it for a considerable amount of time, it does happen quite naturally. I love this. It is not happiness that brings us gratitude. It is gratitude that brings us happiness. Mm, love that quote. Now, gratitude might be a gesture or a group of kind words that we give or receive from others, but these simple exchanges of thankfulness, they go a long way in affecting our overall biological functioning, especially the brain and the nervous system. The effect of gratitude on the brain is long lasting, which is awesome because you don't want that quick fix that you get from a bar of chocolate. You want something that's more long lasting. And besides enhancing self-love and empathy, gratitude also significantly impacts on body functions and psychological conditions like stress, anxiety, and depression. Now, I know a lot of therapists now, psychologists, etc., the talking therapies, they have started adding in things like gratitude journals and as part of their treatments, which, you know... I think is great, obviously. It's taken a while for them to get there, but I'm glad that they're doing it because it does have a massively positive effect. And I know that from even the work that I do with my clients. If a client's not ready to do a gratitude journal, it's not something I force onto them because it, it, you've got to have that will and the want to do it. But essentially, it is something that can be very, very helpful, especially to manage stress and to also keep you focused with regards to what you truly want from life. You know, I always ask my questions, you know, these questions to my clients. What What is it that you want? Do you actually want this? Because, you know, we're seven sessions in and at, at a certain point, your reasons are becoming excuses. So how much do you actually want the change? Now, gratitude releases toxic emotions. This is really, really powerful and certainly something that I've felt myself through sort of overcoming depression. The studies have shown that the hippocampus and amygdala, the two main sites regulating emotions in our brain, they also regulate memory and bodily functioning. They get activated when you are grateful with feelings of gratitude. 
And a study connected on individuals seeking mental health guidance revealed that the participants of the group who wrote letters of gratitude besides their regular counseling sessions, they felt better and recovered sooner. The other group in the study that were asked to journal their negative experiences instead of writing gratitude letters, they reported feelings of anxiety and depression. And I think that sort of goes to, that sort of seems like fact really, doesn't it? Because it's talking about negative and positive emotions. The more you think about one type of emotion, you're going to get more of that essentially. This is very interesting. I found this study, Gratitude Reduces Pain. So the study is called Counting Blessings versus Burdens 2003. And it was the study was conducted on evaluating the effect of gratitude on physical well-being. And it indicated that 16% of the patients who kept a gratitude journal reported reduced pain symptoms and were more willing to work out and cooperate with the treatment procedure. Interesting. And Digging deeper into the cause, unleash that by regulating the level of dopamine, gratitude fills us with more vitality, which then reduces the subjective feelings of pain. That's that's very interesting, but I, I certainly wouldn't say, you know, take that over a neurofen, but hmm, good to know, isn't it? Gratitude also improves sleep quality. Again, a big one I can vouch for. And when I get to my tip on how to practice gratitude, you'll see how beneficial it is. But studies have shown that a brain filled with gratitude and kindness is more likely to sleep better and wake up feeling refreshed and energetic every morning. Love that. Gratitude aids in stress regulation. I think this one's a bit obvious and, you know, we've just talked about this, but basically those people who feel more grateful, they're going to show a marked reduction in the level of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And a study in 1998 had showed that they had better cardiac functioning and were more resilient to emotional setbacks and negative experiences. Significant studies over the years have established the fact that by practicing gratitude, we can handle stress better than others. By merely acknowledging and appreciating the little things in life, we can rewire the brain to deal with the present circumstances with more awareness and broader perception. If you ever work with me, you'll hear me banging on about this sort of stuff all the time. (laughs) I think most importantly here, or most significantly, certainly for me and the experience I've had is that gratitude reduces anxiety and depression. Now, this is not to say that gratitude should be replaced by normal therapy. No, not at all. It's just that adding this to your treatment plan is going to have a significant effect as well. By reducing the stress hormones and managing the autonomic nervous system functions, Gratitude significantly reduces symptoms of depression and anxiety. That's quite fierce. And at the neurochemical level, feelings of gratitude are associated with an increase in the neural modulation of the prefrontal cortex, which is basically the brain that the, the part of the brain that respond that's responsible for managing negative emotions like guilt, shame, and violence. That you feel a lot in that sort of anxiety and depressive state. You do feel a lot of those. So to know that gratitude can sort of counteract the way that brain processes is pretty fierce. And as a result, people who keep a gratitude journal or use verbal expressions for the same are more empathetic and positive-minded by nature. And when we talk about positive-minded, it's not about toxic positivity. It's not about forcing positivity where it's not 
possible to be positive. It's about just having a positive minded nature. So something bad happens, you, you accept and appreciate that it's bad. But then how you choose to sit with it after is the difference. And that's where having a gratitude practice will help you bounce back from a negative thought or experience. So here's my tip. The best way to practice gratitude is with a notepad and pen. Our brains love a bit of writing on some paper. So this is not something that I'm suggesting you do on your phone at all. Get a notepad and pen. And it's something Basically, it's something that you can see. You need that notepad so that you can see that's what its job is. That gratitude journal that sits by your bedside is a gratitude journal. You can physically see it and it will help you to stay motivated when you can physically see that it's sitting there. So the first thing to do is always practice gratitude first thing in the morning. And it should be the first thing you do before anything else. And quite simply, just list down three things, big or small, that you're grateful for. Any three things. And then again at night. So it needs to be the very, very last thing you do before you go to sleep. So not, you know, whilst you're finishing watching The Crown on Netflix. No, it's got to be the very last thing you do before you go to sleep. And then you can, as a bonus, I guess, you can use the journal to reflect when you're feeling low or even if you want to review how far you've come in a certain period of time. So if it was sort of like, you know, halfway through the year and you wanted to see if you had improved the way you think, if you go through your gratitude journal, you'll see, you'll, you'll notice a change in the things that you're grateful for and perhaps how you're feeling as well if you add those things in. Really, really good. And as always, I am grateful. I am extremely grateful to all of you who listen to this show. Now, the gratitude theme I am carrying through on my social channels. If you follow me on Instagram or don't follow me yet at Pooja McClymon, I am running a 24 days of gratitude advent calendar in my Instagram stories. And my posts will be focused on gratitude because we're all ending a pretty intense year and if we can be more grateful for even the things that we faced in adversity this year we set ourselves up for a more positive outlook to 2021 and the things that we want more of in our life and the things we want to change so i hope you'll join me there (laughs) thank you for listening to the self-care 101 podcast If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you would subscribe, rate and review so that other people like you can find the show. To find out more about me, you can follow me on the socials at Pooja McClymont or visit my website, poojamcclymont.com. Talk to you soon.